When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Freddie Coleman, Harry Douglas in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Catch us on ESPN Radio, and don't forget about us on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speaker by saying play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to Jerry Jones, and this is what happens when you hang with Stephen A. Smith, the first take. It leads you to say things like this. We're going to take a couple of callers, and this is Harry Douglas's fault. This is not my fault. This is Harry Douglas's fault, especially when it comes to Tom Brady and divorce. We're going to start with Daniel in Richmond at 888-729-3776. Has something to say about Tom Brady playing the final preseason game. Daniel, what you got? I say this right here. They be killing me with all this smoke about Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Not taking nothing from his Super Bowls or nothing. But Tom Brady didn't win those Super Bowls by himself. He had a defense and he had an offense. Regardless of how good the defense was or how good the offensive line was and the receivers, he didn't do it by himself. So if you're a team player, when the team comes to practice, you got to come with the team. I don't care how good you is. I mean, how good you are. You got to come practice with the team. But, oh, Tom Brady, he, he just he, – oh, he ain't got to come to practice because he got seven champs, Super Bowls, and all that. Come on, man. If another player do that, y'all, y'all would sway that player. No, y'all we would. So, 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 Daniel, let us school I you. I live this. Yeah. I live this. Yeah, thank you. So, school him, Harry. T- Tony Gonzalez last year in the National Football League, when we came – he didn't come to OTAs. Granted, OTAs are optional. But he went to coach and said, you know what? Do you mind if I don't come to training camp because I want to spend more time with our family? We didn't have no issue with that because Tony Gonzalez is the greatest tight end to ever play the game. And we knew that he was going to do everything he was supposed to do when he was away from training camp to be ready to play when he got back. So it wasn't an issue. See, when you have certain players, certain players, yes, they can do that. You have a guy like Tom Brady, who is the greatest of all time. He can do that, and players are not going to have an issue with it. You have people like Tony Gonzalez, who is the greatest of all time at the tight end position. He can do that, and players aren't going to have an issue with it. It depends on who you – now, Joe Smoke can't go do that. No. You can't have a – Third round pick telling coach, you know, hey, coach, I'm going to take this off. I'm going to take this time off. Tom Brady is going – he's going into year 23. Mm -hmm. He brought this franchise a Super Bowl. He is the reason why Tampa Bay right now is even relevant. So if he needs to take time off, Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure any and everybody in that organization has no problem with that. And also, Daniel and Richmond, let me school you on this. When you've been able to do what Tom Brady has done, you can say that team, defense, running game – the Pages don't win those Super Bowls without that dude at quarterback. Yep. They don't win those Super Bowls if Drew Bledsoe's the quarterback in New England. That's not happening. That guy may play after play after play when they need him to make play after play after play. Speaking of TB, TB in Reno wants to talk about TB in Tampa. TB, what you got? Well, man, I just got to say, you know, I listened to the last caller and, uh, you know, Quarterbacks make stars. Mm-hmm. They do. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's Brady, Aaron Rodgers, 
they need a little time off. Those guys make stars. Now, anybody who's around those, they all became great players uh, when you were the go-to guys. They all have big names. We can go down the list yep. on each team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, giving Brady a break or, you know, giving uh, – you know, uh, any of those quarterbacks that's uh, that been in the been in the league for a while, a break, no big deal, man. It no is big a, deal. Yeah, I'm ready. T- 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 yeah, I'm ready for the NFL too. TB Arena, thanks for the call. And his point is valid. Look, go down the list of how many guys got big contracts that played with Tom Brady in New England. Yeah, it's a long, long, long list. And I just want wide receivers. I'm not even offensive linemen. Nate Solder got paid by the Giants by being the left tackle of Tom Brady in New England. And he busted out of New York. And not, not, not a good way. When you got a guy like that that makes people better and gets people paid, he's allowed in his 23rd season to take a sabbatical because yeah. he's not going to forget how to play football. I agree. And now to the divorce portion of the program. Like Uh-oh, I said, we go. I blame Harry Douglas for this because we talked about, you know, if you're going to divorce yourself with somebody, sometimes it's very freeing to tell the ex, get up off me. <laughs> and you can continue with their life and let them go with theirs. Jamel and Virginia wants to talk about that, and we're blaming Harry Douglas. Jamel, what you got? Hey, thank you, Freddie and Harry, for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Freddie, you got the coolest voice ever, I just got to tell you. Appreciate so, that, man. Thank um, you. Yes, sir. So get into Brady. Okay, so I've been divorced. So this is how it is. You know how you come into the relationship. And you are who you are. So in comparison, Brady is a great football player, you know, for life. So now you get married. So now here you are. You you know, you're doing your thing. Let's say you're an athlete. You may have your habits or so. And you get with the church girl. So now you guys are in a 20-year relationship. So during the relationship part, you know, you kind of curb those habits a little. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to church. You're doing all the things. But, mm-hmm. you know, here and there, you know, you, you're kind of looking at your websites or whatever. You're getting ready. So <laughs> when that thing finally, I'm just being real, fellas. I'm being real. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, you, you kind of set up. So, you know, kind of like with the Miami thing uh, for Brady and the Raiders, you know, you kind of look at it right like, look, girl, I'm not going to leave just yet. But if I do, you're probably going to be a valid option. You know, so now you get your condo set up. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about? That you finally leave. You get your own crib. So you got your own crib. This is Brady. Out you, wait, 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 wait. So you mean to tell me I'm going from church girl to, um, you know, uh, risk it, no biscuit? Are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> so in comparison, fellas, you, you, you know, so it's like, okay, now I'm set up, I'm ready to go, and I win the chip. So now, okay, this is this is comparison for the regular dude. Okay, I got the good job. You know, I'm, I'm caught up on my child support and everything, and, and everything. And now you mean to tell me I still got some money left over in a nice car? Listen, I'm going on a trip. I'm going to Vegas. Um, I'm doing what I want to do. But, you know, on the other end, guys, seriously, but what happens when you finally are free, mm-hmm. you know, you get to be yourself mm-hmm. again, who you were coming into that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and you live it to the fullest. I really appreciate you guys for having me on. Seriously, this is one of the best radio shows. And I really mean that, you know, with all due manhood, Freddie, hey, I know the girls be going crazy about that voice, no. Freddie. I had to tell you. I will say this. Number one, thank you for the call in the kind words, Jamela, Virginia. Number two, one of the things I heard about this when it comes to relationships, 
something that may have been cute early, but you may not thought was cute, is not going to get any cuter the longer and longer you're in that relationship. Mm-hmm. It did not get as cute anymore for Tom Brady. And when he decided to break out and leave New England, he wanted to go someplace else and have a little bit more fun. Lord knows he has had that and more with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers since he got there. Yes, he has. And he's thriving, won a Super Bowl with them. Uh, 2020 season, got to the playoffs last year, led that unbelievable comeback uh, until they decided to go cover zero. And we all know what Matthew Stafford yeah. and Cooper Cup did. But the reason why this, this, this organization is relevant right now is because of a guy like Tom Brady. Uh, hitting that market and going down there in Tampa. Right, no doubt about that. Dale and Marilyn wants to weigh in on Tom Brady here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Freddie Coleman, and Harry Douglas in for the guys today on ESPN Radio at 888-729-3776. Dale in the great state of Maryland, what you got? Hey, good morning, man. Hey, I never really liked Tom Brady until he got to Tampa. He got to open up, do what he wanted, be cool, be that guy that everyone looked up to. And I'm just going to quote Alan Iverson, man. We talking about practice? <laughs> <laughs> we talking about practice, Come on, man. man. Why is everyone all hyped up over this? <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, yeah. We talking about practice, I, I didn't man. get hyped up over when he took 11 days off. I never understood Maybe. why this was a cause celeb. And I'm not talking about radio shows. I'm talking about TV shows and everything. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Tom Brady's not leaving 11 days in the regular season when they're going for a playoff push. Then I understand it. He left 11 days during preseason, during practices. I think he's going to be fine, especially when Todd Bowles said, and he wasn't lying as far as I'm concerned, we talked about this, that he was going to take some time away. And I said, absolutely. This offense ain't going anywhere. This offense works because of you. And and I will say this, for for a lot of people, um, you see the injuries that happen with this offensive line. There are ways around that to a certain extent, I got to say that part, because I do believe it's a, it can be a factor if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers allow it and Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich. You can max protect, right? Max protect means I'm keeping, I'm keeping everybody in except mm-hmm. two people, right. whether it's a receiver or, two, or a tight end or two receivers or two tight ends, however you want to do it. I'm max protecting, and I'm making sure we're secure blocking-wise so a team can't just tee off and sack our quarterback. You also can use tempo, right? No huddle, two-minute offense, and implement that into your regular offense. I remember when I was with the Falcons, and we did this against the uh, Baltimore Ravens back when they had Ray Lewis, Alohi Nada, Terrell Suggs, right? Right. We knew nothing against our offensive linemen. We knew damn well we weren't going to be able to block those guys. Mm -hmm. So what did we do? We started the game out in no huddle. We had Alohi Nada out there breathing so damn heavy that first series <laughs> and he couldn't come out of the game because we were lining right up on the football. Right. Things like that, that you, you can do certain things like that. You can run the screen game. You can have some misdirection. It's a lot of things that you can do to try to negate the rush. Um, do I think it's going to play a small factor? Yes, but they have just shy of three weeks to try to figure this thing out. And I think that's another reason why Tom Brady is playing in this third preseason game mm-hmm. to say, you know what, let's get this communication right with this offensive line, uh, these new receivers that I may have, this new tight end and Kyle Rudolph as well, and go out there and see what we have and then go back to the drawing board practice-wise once we get through this third preseason game. You can tell when you got that kind of stroke when you're Tom Brady, 23rd season in the NFL, the mere mention of his name and our lines have lit up at 888-729-3776. Like Matthew in Brooklyn. Matthew, what you got, my friend? Guys, good morning. Good morning. Listen, I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan ever, but the last 
three, four, five years is not a credit to Tom Brady. It's a credit to the NFL changing the rules. I'm sorry. The media is so scared to knock the NFL for some reason. I don't know what it is. Well, I haven't haven't been scared to knock the NFL because I go back to that whole thing with Bernard Pollard where they put that rule in that you can't hit the quarterback at the legs and, and dive at his legs. That is clearly a Tom Brady rule. I've always been steadfast that the NFL, they've not just changed the rules with Tom Brady. They've changed the rules to help quarterbacks, period. Yeah. They made it a yep. quarterback league, and they know that the quarterback is the lead singer in the band. When the lead singer is doing great, nobody worries about the guitar player unless they're Jimmy Hendricks or Eddie Van Halen. They're going to protect the lead singer at all times. They're not going to let their golden goose, their moneymaker, be trampled by defensive players. Defensive players don't like it. Even offensive players don't like it. But if you don't have star quarterbacks in the National Football League, you're not going to have the NFL the way the NFL has been put together right now by putting the quarterback further up. And, Freddie, if I'm a fan, why would I want to watch an NFL game that doesn't have a Lamar Jackson, a Tom Brady, an Aaron Rodgers, a Justin Herbert, and all these guys, a Joe Burrow? Mm -hmm. Why would I want to watch that NFL game? I want these quarterbacks to be out there throwing this football around left and right, letting these receivers and tight ends make these big plays. Sure. So viewership from the NFL standpoint could want to watch people who want to watch the game even more. And if I'm a fan of the game, it's exciting. It's enticing. Right. Ask anybody about that Kansas City Buffalo Bills game if they were thinking about the two safeties from the Bills. Yep. What were they talking about? Those two dudes. Quarterbacks. N- number 15 in red and number seven in white when it comes to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Nothing against anybody else, but they know exactly where that is in the National Football League. So it's not about the NFL just changing the rules, specifically for Tom Brady. They have changed the rules for quarterbacks in the National Football League, and you can complain about it, but when the games go up and down, the quarterback's leading away, everybody's online when it comes to that. Keep but, Freddie, I think you missed the number, uh, 17 and white. That was I'm sorry, 17, <laughs> yes, not seven. He was he drafted with, with the seventh pick, right? Was <laughs> it Josh Allen? Josh Allen that yeah. way. I'm not trying to and do Marty, it that he, way. No, no, no. He was a seventh pick, though, to yeah, your, to your yeah. point. Don't start trouble. <laughs> you know, I'm an instigator, Freddie. I instigate in a heartbeat. I don't mind being corrected. If I say something wrong, I don't mind being corrected. Now, I may, Marty, I, right, I may not be right. But I'm never wrong. Let's put it that way here. On and I and I literally called Ryan McGee, McGee Marty during our interview. Marty. Literally, see, I didn't start. That's Shannon Penn doing that. You know, and Marty. Yeah, see, that that's Shannon Penn and Alan Yates doing that. And Marty, <laughs> leave Harry alone here. Hot sauce, Freddy. And yeah. Marty. <laughs> Look, Harry, you was about to call him Ryan Magoo just now. You cut yourself. You was about to say Ryan Magoo. Billy, you're so stupid. Oh, my Lord, God. Lord, please forgive me. Please oh, forgive Lord me. have mercy. See, we, we, we can get away with saying those things and correcting ourselves, unlike Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys as an owner, because this is what happens when you hang out with Stephen A. Smith in a helicopter and first take is down in Frisco, Texas, taking over the star. Yesterday, part of first take, they were talking about the Dallas Cowboys, and Stephen A. Smith was giving the Cowboys fans and Jerry Jones the business. And they said, when it comes to Jerry Jones, the focal point of the offense is not the quarterback. It's Ezekiel Elliott? There is no question he was limited. Nobody wanted to say that. But he was very limited. He's in the best shape he's ever been in. Now, it is still a fact. We go as Zeke goes. I know it's a lot on Dak's shoulders, but we go as Zeke goes. He's very capable of being everything we've ever wanted to be. 
The wild card, though, is the guy that's playing beside him, Pollard. That's right. And so we put Pollard in some plans that with Zeke for the defenses to have to work against midweek and be ready to play. Then you've got Pollard. We really like where we are running back. But it all starts and stops with Zeke. If and Jordan, I'm going to tell you, when yeah. the Cowboys are going to the playoffs this well year, we are going to go to the playoffs. Uh, just hold on for a minute, Judge. But, I, but I, I'm not going to sit up here and lie. Mm-hmm. I agree with him. Uh, I think Ezekiel Elliott still has something in the tank. Right. Uh, now, is he the guy that he once was? No, he's not the same guy, but he no. still has a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. I also think it's very dynamic when you have a guy like Tony Pollard as well and you have two guys in your backfield versus one. So you don't have to give one guy all the wear and tear. You can diversify different ways. I think Kellen Moore coming into this season, um, the uh, area that I thought he had to improve is designing better runs mm-hmm. for, for this team and for both of those guys to have success because they're not going to have the best offensive line. You, you had guys that left, Lyle Collins and Connor Williams. You also have Tyron Smith. Granted, Tyron Smith has missed a lot of games the last two seasons. Then you have a rookie in Tyler Smith that you drafted from Tulsa who's going to be starting and playing now. So you have to figure out and dissect what are the best runs, how can we be dynamic in our run game as well, do we need to use Tony Pollard on the speed sweep or any other spot? What's the little fast player that he just had that ran the kickoff back? No, oh, he, no, he no. It. That's the kid from uh, Turbin. Yeah, Turbin. Yeah, the, the punt you, return and the kickoff return for a touchdown. So when you have players like that, you have players like that, you utilize them to catch the defensive uh, attention, mm-hmm. right? We call it eye candy. Now you use him in a jet sweep motion and a ghost. We call it ghost is when you're faking a reverse behind the running back or whatnot. You use him all type of ways like that, man, to try to help your run game out, especially because when people see him run a kickoff return back and a punt return back, mm-hmm. my antennas are going up defensively. Uh-oh, Absolutely. why is he in the game? Are they trying to get him the football? Well, my antenna's going up. And then add some mixed direction to it where linebackers just can't sit there and say, you know what? We know what runs they're running. Let us just get downhill and rely on our defensive linemen to, to open up space for us, right? Add yeah. some misdirection. Have your offensive linemen pulling a lot more. Have tight end slicing back going another direction. Add, implement all these things to the run game so, anything, so things aren't so vanilla to the defense. Tony Pollard last year averaged five and a half yards per rush. That was the second highest among running backs behind only Rashad Penny who plays with the Seattle Seahawks. He had 719 yards rushing. Ezekiel Elliott had 1,002 yards rushing and over four yards to carry. So if you have these two guys combining for over 100 yards, then that's got to be up to 120 and 130. If you're going to reduce that pressure in your quarterback and put it all in Ezekiel Elliott, you're telling your offensive line, I know you're in flux, but what's the best way to get right? You guys go out there and start mauling people. You guys go out there and start mashing people because we have to sit back and drop back and throw the ball 40 or 50 times. We're not going to win. It's not happening, Freddie. It, yeah. it's, 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 listen, and I, and I also add this to it. As an offensive coordinator, as an offensive coach, your mindset going into a season means everything. Mm-hmm. What's your if identity? You're a, if you're a pass-first team, then the mindset of being nasty and – being physical at the point of attack, it's not going to be there with your offensive line. If you say, you know what, we're going to establish the run, we're going to rush the football, we're going to play nasty, we're going to play into the whistle, that's the kind of team we're going to be. Your mindset is different when you're going into football games as an offensive line. I promise you, I've been there. I've been around it. <laughs> Jerry Jones, if he could have his way, Harry, he would love to coach the Cowboys. If the NFL could let him do that for one year and let him get away with that, 
he would clearly, clearly install himself the head coach because always, well, we like this and we like that. Most owners don't talk that way in the National Football League. They say, wow, guys have won a game plan in place. Not Jerry. He's like, look, if he could coach the Cowboys for one year and, and the NFL will allow him to do that, man, that, that would be the, the best thing now, ever. You, It'd be Christmas every day for him. going to have to be the focal point, and that's going to be the key <laughs> for us to be able to get victories and making it to the playoffs. But we just can't make the playoffs. Now, Coach knows this. We have to go farther than just making the playoffs in the first round. Especially when that guy Sean Payton is still out there that if things don't go well in Dallas, you know he's mm, going to be the mm, Cowboys mm. head coach in 2023. People in the I want to have that out loud. But that's exactly what's going to be the case if Mike McCarthy can't get it done in year two. Him taking there were three, excuse me, taking over the Dallas Cowboys. Always appreciate you joining us in Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, Freddie Coleman, Harry Delix in for the guys today, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Also catch us on the ESPN app and don't forget about us part of your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN radio. Plenty of you want to weigh in at eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six about the Bengals, the Rams having nothing to do with the Super Bowl, but the joint practice yesterday that ended in an MMA moment led by Aaron Donald. Should he be suspended? Your calls at 888-729-3776 are next on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Good Friday to you and yours. Thanks for joining us in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Harry Douglas and Freddie coming in for the guys today on ESPN Radio. Also, don't forget on your smart speaker by saying just play ESPN Radio and also on Sirius XM Channel 80. So the brawl has been seen. The brawl has been talked about. But a lot of attention on Aaron Donald and how he handled himself and reacted and said brawl involving the Rams and Bengals. Yes, they're doing that joint practice. 
Harry, so much attention focused on Aaron Donald taking his helmet and swinging it violently and hitting Bengals players. Many people are saying it's much to do about nothing. Nobody really got hurt. Other people are saying that Aaron Donald should be suspended, even though the National Football League can't do that. This has to be a team suspension for the Rams. The NFL cannot step in, and I get the sense that the NFL is not going to step in, which means that if you want Aaron Donald to be suspended, you can let that balloon go because the Rams are not going to do that. Yeah, and you have the crowd that, you know, says Aaron Donald shouldn't be suspended, but you and, and you also have the crowd that this is assault. This is and, and technically under the rules, uh, it it is. But on a football field, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I look at it differently because if we won't keep it real, though, Freddie, mm-hmm. assault happens damn near every single play on a football field. Right? Am I right or am I wrong? When a player goes to tackle somebody sure. and he hits him with his helmet, that 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 that. That's basically assault if we're technically going by rules. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think he should be suspended. Um, I do think the Rams should give him a fine, though, especially because now it's on their onus. And they're doing – they're not going to suspend their own player. Trust me, they're not going to do that. No, no. But I think you have a talk with them and just let them know that, hey, man, we can't be doing stuff like this. And you give them a little, little small fine and, 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 you, and you move on. Let them learn from the situation. But people sometimes they get so technical with things, and this is assault. He should be locked up. He should be suspended. Uh, what about when a player is coming across the middle of a football field and a safety hits a receiver very, very hard? Or and I used to play. I use um Chris Godwin last year. Get his leg shaved off, tears ACL. Right. Is that not assault? I mean, so we got to be careful sometimes with how we're labeling things because it can get tricky when it comes to the game of football because assault happens under the definition just about every play on a football field. People want to weigh in right now at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. LJ in Virginia. Boy, we're hot in Virginia this morning. LJ, mm-hmm. where do you stand, my man? Doing. Thanks for having me on the show. First, sure. I want to say, you know, something happening in the midst of a play is different than a player doing a malicious act of taking a helmet and striking at other players. Now, what I don't understand is how the NFL can hold players accountable for actions that are on and off the field, but can't hold a player accountable for something that's happened during practice with other NFL players. If anyone, see, you guys are taking it, well, not you guys, but the people to me that are taking it lightly because no one got seriously injured, somebody's head got split open, somebody would have ended up in a coma, somebody would have had concussions, then we'd be talking a whole different thing. Just because it's Aaron Donald or anybody else, it shouldn't matter. He, he maliciously took that helmet and was swinging at other players. Had he seriously hurt somebody, somebody could have been out of the season, could have ruined somebody's career for life, could have took somebody's life. It L- only takes 10 pounds of pressure to yeah. crack a skull. Yeah, LJ, here's where I'm with you in terms of I never looked at the result that should be the end-all, the be-all, because plenty of people say, well, no one got hurt. That doesn't mean that Aaron Donald should be given a pass because somebody didn't get seriously injured. Same thing when a lot of people on Miles Garrett's. I remember when this happened. So, well, he hit he hit Mason Rudolph aside the head, but Mason Rudolph wasn't seriously hurt. I said that doesn't excuse the fact that he took a helmet and hit a guy beside the head. It doesn't excuse the fact that Aaron Donald did the same thing. Now we can get into semantics and split hairs about the NFL should do something and not do something. I'll leave that to however you feel. But I've never been a big believer that just because the result wasn't what it was supposed to be. 
That's what the penalty should be. I've never been a big believer in that. If you're malicious in your intent, even if you don't carry out that intent, the end result is not somebody being bloody, that doesn't mean that you should be given a pass because the result wasn't completely bad or awful, depending on what happened. And, and I will say this, Freddie. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I agree with Aaron Donald did. No, you I can't don't. do that. You can't do, yeah. do things like that. But when someone's going to make a tackle, aren't they maliciously trying to hit someone with their helmet a lot of the times? I'm just asking. I'm well, just they, asking, well, Freddie. That's why they outlawed leading with the helmet out of the game of football. They legislated uh, but, but it, out of the game of football. But it still happens, though. And yeah, they, it might be they, plays that – they don't get penalized for it. It still happens. Sure. So that's it. where it can get kind of dicey. And I'm not. And like I'm not. Listen, I'm not excusing Aaron Donald for anything. I don't feel like he should be suspended. That's just how I feel. I mean, you can you can beg to differ if you want, but sure. I don't think he should be suspended. I do think he should be fined. He should be fined for it. But suspension? No, I don't think. And I, the Rams aren't going to suspend their best player, the best player in the National Football League. Not, not doing that. Not when you Before they weeks. play the Buffalo Bills on, on Thursday night football. They kick they off the NFL season. That. The NFL probably doesn't want them to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, call the NFL hypocritical, but they know their business model. And their business model is based on two things, stars and violence. And you can say one's over the other, but that's what it is when it comes to the NFL. They know that that aspect has led to so many people wanting to be involved with their sport, when it comes to gambling, when it comes to fantasy football, when it comes to advertisers. That matters to people, those two things, stars and violence. And that's why the NFL is the biggest, baddest thing going. As Ric Flair would say, whoa, when it comes to the National Football League, and nobody's getting in the way of that anytime soon. Gene in Memphis, what do you got to say about this, my friend? I was thinking about it long and hard, man. Uh, I don't know if a suspension is, is warranted because the guy didn't get hurt. Who he, uh, the guy hit with the helmet or whatever, or whatever the situation was. But I think maybe, uh, maybe, maybe a suspension, not a suspension, but a fine or something, just to make it look good, icing yeah. on the cake or whatever. Yeah, you know, and Harry Douglas agrees with you because Harry Douglas Gene has been on that as well, and and even if there's a fine, we'll never know about it. Because no. the Rams will and, and never disclose and, it. And it's, no, it's nobody's business, especially, like, if you're the Rams organization, if you're Aaron Donald. If you get fined, that's between the team and the player. And Aaron Donald knows, and I can't wait to hear what Aaron Donald says about this, because if you're the Rams that kind of help him and you get from underneath this to lower the outcry, at a certain point, Aaron Donald's going to have to say something. I'm not saying yeah, he has to talk about it. Right, I'm saying he has to apologize. He doesn't have to tell anybody what went on. What set him off? If he wants to do that, free will, free world, free mind, he can do whatever he wants. But if you're the Rams trying to get past this because people aren't going to let this go until the regular season starts, something is going to have to be said, and it's going to have to come from the mouth of Aaron Donald, and then people can decipher that any which way they want to. (laughs) I'm up here looking at tweets from a guy. uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. This ought to be good. You know he's angry with me right now. Anytime you start a sentence, I'm looking at tweets from a guy. It's always going to be entertaining. He's saying to me, like, hey, you can't take your helmet off. This is this. Number one, he didn't take his helmet off. He still had his own. He took somebody else's helmet. Right. And with the swinging it. And I'm not promoting that. I I don't agree with that. I thought thought that was a childish move Mm -hmm. by Aaron Donald and a player of his caliber and a player that's been in the league like he's been in the league should know better than to do that. All I'm saying is that I don't think he should be suspended for it. I, di- I don't. Mm-hmm. I think you give him a fine and you move on. Luckily, no one got hurt. 
Uh, that's why when we had the one caller and he said, oh, I'm not worried about what so-and-so, but the, I, I gave him the hypothetical. What if someone did? Yeah, Dom, Just to see yeah, what Dom in South said. Carolina. Yeah, Dom in South Carolina was a savage. Yeah. Dom in South Carolina said he didn't give a damn. Yeah, yeah. Carlos Ramon hit us on Twitter, hdogs 83 and a Coleman ESPN about that. He said, you can tell Dom has been in a brawl or two because he meant that blank, LOL. Yep. <laughs> but see, it, it's, it's, it's crazy because a lot of people who haven't played the game and don't understand the heat of the moment either it's hard to try to explain it to them right and get them to understand that sure but being in training camp and knowing you know i'm saying how things can bother you you you, it's hot you're tired you're in the trenches you you don't like each other you just played each other in the super bowl Mm -hmm. like all these things are happening not excusing aaron donald for anything or the cincinnati Bengals because both teams played a part right now aaron donald was the one who had the helmet and swinging it and you can't do that, but it's all kind of things that factor into this, man. But I'm not going to sit up here and say he should be suspended. Right. I don't think that's it. You find him and you move on. Yeah, we don't have the full context. We may never, ever get the full context. We can go by what we've seen. And if, we, and, and if a player's a real one, you never will have the full context. Yeah, I'm we, being honest with you. Because what happens on, in that situation will probably stay Facts. between everybody, between the Bengals and the Rams. Keep weighing in. Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Many people feel Aaron Donald should be suspended. Many people feel Aaron Donald should not be suspended after he took the helmet off a player in a joint practice between his Rams and the Bengals. It landed but didn't land land, if I can use that term. But should he be suspended or not? 888-729-3776. More of your calls next on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman, and this is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman in for the guys today in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio, as well as Sirius X and Channel 80, and catch us as well on the ESPN app. And why did I hear from a little birdie who told me, who Charmaine named us, Shannon Pinnock, producer, that you left tequila back in the hotel room? Okay! What? 
What? Yeah, here's here's the thing because what? I don't I don't drink like I used to drink, uh, but I was just lies in New York for like. Well, Shannon, you know this because we we <laughs> talked about this. So I, I I don't drink like I like I used to drink, right? So I, every now and then I may have a drink or two, mm-hmm. but when I was in New York for six days, when I first got there, I said, you know what? Let me go buy me a nice little bottle of Casamigos yeah. just mm-hmm. in case at some point during this this trip I want to drink on it, right? Drink a little bit of it. I put it in the little refrigerator in the hotel room. I was up there six days. I didn't even open the bottle. Okay. And, I'm, and I'm down here doing the show from my basement in Atlanta, and I look over to my left, and my little bar set up, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, where the hell is my bottle of Costamigos? Because <laughs> I thought I put it in my bag, right, and brought it back home. But I just realized I was rushing mm-hmm. uh, in between shows because I had to do get up, and then I had to rush to the hotel room, get my stuff, right. go back over, do Barton Horn Radio, and right. then go straight to the airport. Right. And I forgot to grab the damn bottle out of the refrigerator. And in, listen, in New York, mm-hmm. I don't know what the prices got going on up there, but that same bottle I could have got for $40 here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It cost me $89.99 in New York. Highway robbery. You talking what? about I got robbed. You paid, I've just been you, violated. You, pay, you paid for I'm it. Large. I, how should you call it violated when you paid for the violation? I uh, know because, I mean, I thought I was going to be able to drink it. But if I didn't drink it, I was going to be able to bring it home. And I looked to my left and the damn bottle's not there, Freddie. That's the, that's the moral of the story. I left the bottle in New York. You because, need to call them then. You should call them like, yo. Exactly. the fridge. Yes. I know that joins in there. Mm-hmm. Because no, now because there's some amigos having a part of your Casa Amigo. Somebody going to be drinking it because the maids come in and they, they, they uh, restock yeah. the refrigerator with water. Mm-hmm. So somebody going to be having a nice little party with my Casamigos. Reposado, to be exact. There's a backyard barbecue that went to a different level thanks to your benevolence when it came to the tequila. Thanks to your mm-hmm. complete mm-hmm. forgetting of your faculties, leaving that behind. Eighty nine, ninety nine. Come on, New York. What you got to do they, better than they, that? No, no, they you can don't. go right to you can go right to Costco here in Atlanta and get the big bottle uh-huh. for sixty nine, ninety nine at Costco. Put it this way, Harry. When in Rome, do as. When in New York, <laughs> if you're gonna pay that kind of money, either take out a loan. Go panhandling on the streets, whatever you got to do. I should have put it on layaway. You should have. You should have put it on layaway. You should have put something on it. You know, I got. <laughs> I, I, I can put something on it. That, that's that's what you should have done. Hey, I don't have the full money right now, but I can put something on it. Had you done that and not forgot, then you know, then you're not tequila less. Don't forget to turn into an NL battle on Sunday as the St. Louis Cardinals host the Red Hot Atlanta Braves. Coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins at 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and at 7 p.m. on ESPN with my man Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And for the guys today, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. So many of you are waiting. We've got a lot of great calls at 888-729-3776 and great tweets as well at hdouglas83 and at Coleman ESPN about Aaron Donald using his helmet, swinging that helmet, a brawl happened in a joint practice between the Bengals and the Rams yesterday, and many people believe he should be suspended or not suspended. For example, on Twitter, just for sports says, should every punch also be a suspension? What about the shove? Are all the players involved subject to it? Every fight in practice or locker room, this pound of flesh for everything is getting old. Hmm. I like it, though. You know what I mean? Bring it, bring in some 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 context to things mm-hmm. and some perspective, some more understanding, a different perspective on what has transpired. And I'll be, I I won't stop saying this. I didn't think it was necessary. I don't think Aaron Donald should have did it, but I also don't think he should be suspended for but it. The NFL could have avoided this whole thing 
by maybe not having a joint practice involving those two teams after playing in the Super Bowl. And I'm not a big believer in hypotheticals, coincidences. I don't believe in those kind of things. But sometimes you got to read the room. Sometimes yep. you got to understand that, yeah, I know you two coaches have a relationship. Maybe next year you guys have a joint practice. Maybe not this year. There's still some raw emotion and feelings that you don't know when they're going to develop, how they're going to develop. And unfortunately, for the Rams, the Bengals, and anybody watching, we saw exactly how that manifested itself and that had led to that whole brawl and brawls involving both of those teams. But I put that also on the head coaches too because they got to know. Like Zach Taylor used to be with the Rams, with Sean McVay in that organization. Uh, If those two players know each other, you know, hey, we play in a preseason game, they call each other up, hey, let's do a joint practice as well. They have to know that. So I'm not just going to put it on the NFL. The two head coaches got to know that. The way that Super Bowl ended, you had the penalties, Cooper Cup catching the game with a touchdown, Aaron Donald um, uh, getting to Joe Burrow, stopping the run as well, uh, having a ma- playing a major factor in that game. You have to know as head coaches that it's probably not smart to have both of us practice against each other before a preseason game. It's, that's not smart. So the head coach has got to be better in those regards as well. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. Weigh in on should Aaron Donald be suspended or not. Now, the Rams are the only entity that can do that. The NFL can't do that because it was not in a game situation. It was during a practice, even though it involves two different teams. Morris in Virginia, where do you stand, brother? Good morning. How you doing, fellas? Good, man. Good morning. All right. Hey, at the end, I'm going to do a quick little plug, and you'll know that I'm not biased for either team when I say what I'm about to say, but... Aaron Donald should definitely not be suspended. But if he is suspended by the Rams, I guarantee you, I absolutely guarantee you it won't be for game one. They'll suspend him for some scrub bucket game. (laughs) (laughs) They'll find some excuse. But they're not taking him out of the Bills game. It's just not going to happen. You know um, what? I got the perfect situation. Okay. You want to suspend them? There's a lot of people want them suspended. You know what? There's still a preseason game left. Uh-huh. Damn it, suspend them for game three of the preseason. There you go. There goes the suspension. Right there. Everybody's happy now? You One game suspended. suspension. <laughs> well, suspend all the preseason games for the rest of his life. To do yep. it that way. He does that play preseason football. <laughs> suspend them for the last preseason game. They want everybody, a lot of people want suspension. They do. Suspend them for the last preseason game. That's the next game, right or wrong, Freddie? It is the next game. That's the next game, right? Against the Bengals, Suspend right? them for it. That's tremendous. I don't know if that's going to actually happen, but we'll <laughs> see. Donald in the great city of Music City, USA, Nashville. Donald, what you got, my friend? Hey, guys. Good morning, guys. Enjoy morning. your show. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Only the only thing I had a problem with, the guys, is that, you know, the judge was, was talking about how the NFL is not consistent with their uh, – the protocols when things happen, mm-hmm. you know, with the Deshaun Washington situation. And, and here we all got the same thing about a guy taking off two helmets, swinging at people. And, you know, I know he didn't hit anyone, but come on, guys. You know, we got kids looking. You know, I'm a fish in high school. You know, if, if, if these kids see stuff like this, you don't think they're doing this? They're just getting ridiculous about what we're accepting and, and, and allowing and thinking that it's no big deal. That's a big deal to me. God forbid if he would have hit Joe Burrow. If he would hit Joe Burrow, oh, I guarantee you he would have made out Cincinnati. <laughs> I guarantee you that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm glad, Donald, you brought that kind of perspective because more than ever before, as impressionable as young people are and will continue to be, professional sports leagues don't care. 
especially when it comes to the National Football League. Bottom I gar- line. I guarantee there's not one person in the NFL offices right now talking about what kind of impression this is making on young kids where you don't want that to filter down to the college level, to the high school level, to the Pop Warner level. The NFL is looking at this saying, hey, we're staying out of this. This is a Rams issue. If they suspend them, fine. If they don't want to suspend them, that's fine too. No one is thinking about what kind of reaching effect it could have on other players that may look at that and say, well, Aaron Donald got away with that. I'm a star. I'll be able to get away with that too. And I'll even take it further. I'll take it to the owner's level. When you have a guy like Dan Snyder doing oh, the things that he's doing and the people keep saying, okay, Roger Goodell doesn't have this same energy towards uh, the owners that he does players, that's because you have a conflict in interest. Mm-hmm. The owners pay Roger Goodell. So you know he's not going to have the same movement towards owners that he does players because they pay his salary. Now, is that right? Hell no. Not by any imagination. But when you look at it and you break it down, mm-hmm. you see why Roger Goodell has uh, the why he's so lenient towards owners versus when it comes to players. Remember when Richie Incognito was in the NFL? Yep. How much that he was that big bad enforcer. And when he bullied one of his teammates, then people said, We got a problem, Richie Incognito. And I'll never forget when that happened. Not trying to compare Aaron Donald to him. That's not what I'm doing. But when you bring toughness to a situation, you're going to get a little bit more leeway. There's no doubt that Aaron Donald, if he's not the toughest player in the NFL, he's in that room where that's a guy you don't want to mess with. And players, teams, owners, GMs, coaches love having that element on their team. That's why Richie Incognito was still able to get two more jobs after what happened to Miami Dolphins. And that's a big reason, in my opinion, why the Rams are not going to suspend Aaron Donald. Because, like, look, he stood his ground and defended our team. Any player that has that kind of ability would have done the same thing, and they're not going to say that's not something that should be rewarded. They're not going to outright say that, hey, that's what we want. But they're really not going to punish him the way that people want him to be punished for the impression that was sent out there, especially when it comes to young people, like we heard from Donald in Nashville. And there are just so many angles, Freddie, that you can uh, compartmentalize when it comes to this situation. Right. There's, there's so many angles that you can look at it and so many things you can break down in so many different ways. Um, you, you can try to understand it to the point that where I don't think we ever going to understand it. One thing I do know is that he can't swing the helmet. He can't do that. No, he can't. I know he, he, he has to understand that as a player, as anybody. Yes. Uh, and, and, and I'm not going to sit up here and advocate and be like, hey, people should take their helmet off and hit people upside the head. No, he can't do that. He doesn't understand that's childish. If you're Aaron Donald, it was a bad look. There's no yep. doubt about that. And if anybody's as sharp as he is, understands that. But the problem with that is the NFL, they can't step in. It's having a practice, not at a game. And mark my words, the NFL is not going to do that. All right, it was a pleasure, my man. We'll do it again soon, okay? This has been Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on the mighty ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. 